Welcome everybody to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wigel, and I'm joined today. Is this your second time on? It is. Uh, it actually might be my third. Second or third time on the podcast. First time virtually. First time we have a virtual setup where it's not just me holding another microphone up to my computer speakers. Eric Robertson in the virtual house. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm here. Glad to be here. I think this is the first time you brought me in, not during football season. Yeah. So it's a little bit of a change up for me, for sure. And uh, those who know Eric, his strongest of the three topics is sports, and there are no sports going on, but I don't think that'll be a problem. <laughs> How you- yeah, I'm sure we'll find something. That topic's got to be getting a little bit difficult these days, though. Yeah, I mean, well, this is actually the first podcast I've done since uh, before we were all put on mandatory quarantine, so it's been about a month. Just haven't really been feeling it, and I didn't feel like doing the uh, speaker thing. And Eric, I realized the other day, like, oh shit, Eric has a mic. Like, I can just have him be the permanent COVID nineteen host. And also, <laughs> anyone else that has mics, we can get some. We can we could do like a four way podcast on this if uh, we get some other people with mics out there. But uh, how have you been handling the pandemic so far? Uh, I'm bored out of my mind. Um, <laughs> I'm ready for it to be over, which I'm sure everybody is. Uh, fortunately. Uh, to this point in my life so far, it hasn't directly affected me too much. And, uh, I've been able to work from home and stuff. So thankfully for the most part, like my lifestyle and uh, people I'm close with are still doing okay. Yeah. So you haven't like felt any of the financial burden from this at all? No, I'm, I'm really fortunate. My wife already didn't work. So, um, obviously didn't affect her at all. And then I'm lucky enough that uh, I just switched to working at home full time. So do you like working at home um, better? Oh, I hate it. Oh, you hate it? <laughs> no, it's, uh, I don't know. I've definitely realized, like, uh, I kind of like going to office just because there's so many distractions at home. Right. Um, I, well, yeah, I got you... two dogs, two kids. Like, uh, it can just be a lot. Um, and then, actually, uh, my family's been, like, up north at their cottage recently, and now it's just, like, so quiet in here. So, I don't know. Office is just kind of like that in the middle spot, I guess. Right. Yeah, where you get some social interaction, but not a bunch of uh, <laughs> toddlers coming up to you all day. Yeah, absolutely. So like, I know a bunch of people were like cited the work from home, like when the salt, like before, like really started being very serious. But people are starting to transition home. They're all excited, yeah. and now some of those same people are just like, "Well, now I know I don't want to work from home anymore." So <laughs> yeah, I mean, Mitchell, my brother, has been loving it because he loves working from home. But that's kind of his personality. Like, he doesn't have to drive all the way to Detroit, you know, and because uh, he works for a div- does he work for the same division of same com- same company, different part. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think everyone either loves it or hates it though. Like, I don't know how, too many people that are like in the middle on it. Right. I wonder how, like, I wonder how Jeff's doing with all this. We, Jeff, uh, former podcast guest, a little terrorist during this outbreak, uh, really going against everything. <laughs> um, wait, what? Well, he, you know, you know, Jeff, he's just been like, kind of like, fuck this thing. I'm not, I'm not doing, he refuses to video chat with people. <laughs> like, cause he's like, I'd rather see you in person. I'm like, fuck off. Um, Eric, I almost forgot. We're drinking different things today, but by the same brand. Um, I'm drinking Miller High Life today, the champagne of beer, because we're doing 30 packs for <laughs> to decrease the amount of times I need to go to the liquor store during the week. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty fair rule during this time. Yeah, the cheapest beer I've drank in a long time, and uh, I'm saving money, consuming a massive amounts of it during this, because what the fuck else am I supposed to do? <laughs> But, you know, uh, and Eric, you've got Miller Lite over there? Yeah, Miller Lite. Nothing special over here either. Uh, guys, you know how these both taste. Okay. They're, 
party beers. I don't know. <laughs> they're just they're just okay. It's just what beer is. <laughs> so what about you? How's uh how is beer all this number one? You you sports. Hold on, that was the drop. <laughs> oh, it's okay. We're on to sports, but um, uh, I've been so for my job, I'm we're at, functioning at like a twenty percent capacity because I'm out there going through the world. Like, going through all over Michigan, yeah. and, like, my dad was eventually like, yeah, you do whatever you want to do. Like, I don't really care. Um, I We're kind of counting on getting that personal payment protection loan thing that small businesses can get that, okay. that he's applied for, and then I'll be fine. If I don't get that, then I have to file for unemployment, and then I'm just straight up not going to be working because I'm not going to be working for free. Fuck that. Um, but, yeah, I feel dangerous, and I feel like I have to – like, normally in something like this – well, not normally. I don't, nothing is normal, but – uh. I would be very tempted to break the rules and maybe secretly hang out with friends, but me being a prime candidate to be an uh, asymptomatic carrier of the thing, like I feel like I can't because I'm just going out there touching dirty money all day. And even if I'm like not touching my face and like wearing a mask and trying to be as careful as I can, like I don't know, I could easily have it. Yeah, I feel like it. Uh, it doesn't really matter like how careful you're being if you're just around it too much. Like you're just bound to get it at this point. Every stop I go um, into, I have to go get. Uh, I have to sign paperwork saying I don't have any of the symptoms. I haven't been around anybody with any of the symptoms, and I haven't been out of the country. And then I have to get a thermometer check on my head. Yeah, that's insane. Like uh, I'm very fortunate. Like I work a desk job, so like it wasn't very hard to just like right. move my computer to a desk at my house and keep doing it there. Um, do you still have inter- yeah, that's interaction reason. with your coworkers? Like, I'm surprised you aren't weren't already on Zoom before we do this. We're recording this via Zoom, everybody. Uh, we have a uh, Microsoft Teams, which is like a different program. Oh, okay. Um, so we do like video calls and stuff through there. So yeah, like uh, my like morning meetings and stuff. Uh, like I'll have to hop on there, and not everyone's videoed in, but at least can see me being videoed in, talking to them, and then yeah, um, talking to like some people like one on one outside of that. Do you feel like a teacher in a way, like in, in this setting, like you kind of spotlight it in front of everybody? <laughs> I lost your audio. As far as the videos go, you said? The video is good. Uh, I lost your audio for a second. Sorry. Oh, all right. What did you just You're click? You're good. My bad. Huh? What did you just click? <laughs> no, I went the move. Just, I won't do it again. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, My bad on that. I was going to say, do you feel like a, like a teacher or like a celebrity being spotlighted on a video chat when, with no one else being spotlighted? Um, No, not really. Just as I, I guess I'm used to like getting up in front of like all 25 of them and talking to them. So, Interesting. Um, That's not the not Eric really Robertson I but... used to know. You've grown up a lot. There you go. Good job. Yeah, I've gotten much better with like speaking in front of people, for sure. <laughs> Hell yeah. It doesn't really bother me at all anymore, so. All right, cool. Well, Eric, let's talk about something that's not the virus, and let's talk about the NFL draft, which is a week from when this podcast will come out, right? It's next Thursday, right? Uh, maybe. I don't know the exact date. It's a 20... Today is the, I don't today's remember. the 15th, so it's got to be next week, right? Yeah, I think so. Oh, thank God. Something. <laughs> you think that I think it's just gonna be like uh like when we do an online fantasy draft and it's like all the names popping up down the side dude i bet i bet you they're scrambling for like how they're gonna try to record this because the nfl has been known for being so cinematic in their uh like the nfl films and whatnot and like their draft yeah. coverage is pretty epic in itself but now it's gonna be everybody skyping in on zoom like this with shitty connections to each other and somehow live streaming it to the public like i don't it's know it's gonna be a nightmare We'll see if Adam Schefter keeps his rule of not uh, tweeting out what the pick is going to be um, before the broadcast because everything could be fucking weird. There's no way. I, 
yeah, I don't know. The whole thing's going to be nuts. Um, yeah, it's it's weird. It's like, uh, it's hard, I don't know, it's hard to get excited about the draft and stuff when there's no sports being played. Yeah, and we don't even have a guaranteed chance of an NFL season. Yeah, like, how, how excited can I get about the draft if, like, I just might not even get to watch this guy play for, like, literally a year and a half? Right. You know, I um, honestly, that would be best for the Lions if the whole next season is canceled and they get the draft at three, two years in a row. That's how it would work, right? They would have to. Yeah, how, I don't know how else you can fairly do it other than, like, okay, this is still the worst teams, you know? Like, we would get... Yeah, I mean, it'd be a great year to suck if, like... You suck the year that you get two drafts based off. Yeah, of it. Like, fucking Bengals would be loaded. Like they're gonna, they, they, like, they would get Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence and just hold one of them for ransom. <laughs> yeah, like you'd see some pretty bad teams get pretty good pretty quick. Yeah, because um, uh, like the just the influx of like young talent you could bring in if you were like loaded up on first and second round picks in that's two years. Right. Um, God, that would so suck too. That would suck to be the 49ers. <laughs> the team that didn't win the super bowl and has the worst draft pick besides the super bowl winner you know worst yeah draft pick, i guess it goes glory. both ways i guess it goes both ways for sure but um yeah I don't know. what's your opinion you think we're gonna have football um i think we'll have football i don't know if we'll have fans there well did you just see um i have not got the fat chat this very much or anything because mm-hmm. i literally got the notification on my phone like two minutes before we started recording um, but I believe it said the mayor of LA said they wouldn't have any concerts or sporting events for until at least 2021. Oh shit. So that means Coachella is officially canceled then, right? Um, cause Coachella maybe. takes place in, uh, California, I think. Oh wait, just, just LA. We're all of California. Uh, I believe it said just LA. Oh, okay. Um, uh, I now looked into it more. I don't even know. Like Co- a, I'm not positive Coachella is in California. It might be in like Nevada or something. I don't know. It was literally like a headliner popped up, uh, like right before we get on here. Well, shit. oh yeah, it, it's a it's a verified news account. It says breaking news: uh, Los Angeles mayor says no concerts or sporting events until 2021. Well, then that's it. Like that's the NFL is not gonna be ha- not gonna have fans there. It's, that's uh yeah for sure. Well, I don't think we're seeing any sporting events have fans this year. Yeah, I don't either. Um, to be honest, like maybe um maybe we'll see like. I don't, I don't know. It's such a fucking weird thing. Cause like, I see like, uh, you could do it. No, you can't do it. <laughs> There's no way there'll be fans. Like, I think we'll have sports. I don't think we'll have fans. Yeah. But like, I'm interested to see what the NBA does. Cause they had like the worst timing as far as like what to do. NBA and NHL. Yeah. We should be, we should be getting off this podcast and going and watching two or three different playoff games tonight from both of those sports, which is like my yeah. favorite sporting time of the year. Cause every day it's like NBA and then NHL. Like I get, how lucky does the NFL get by the way? Yeah. Like having kind of like, perfect timing for them. This, this, like if, if there had to be a pandemic right. and the NFL's like, all right, we get to pick what month, it, like what month it gets really bad in. Like this yeah. is what they would we get to sack the XFL. <laughs> and like i mean and like stop the nba from gaining ground on us right yeah <laughs> i mean nba and it could work out for the nba because like once they figure out a way where they can play if they get people to play like it's going to be unprecedented time for the nba with however many months we've gone without sports there's going to be the viewing numbers are going to be off the charts well, I think that's the thing. All the leads know whatever the first lead they get back is is going to be like insane right. ratings you know, what I, um, you know what I secretly I, hope for? I feel, like, I feel like the NBA's got the best shot, though, just as a number of players. Yeah, they have the smallest of all the four major sports, right? 
like by far the smallest teams. There's only uh, I think it's 13 or 14 players like total on your roster. Mm-hmm. And I oh, mean, what like, about baseball? That whole sports social distancing. I mean, it isn't. It isn't like they're still like uh, like running the bases and stuff like that. That's true. Maybe change the rules. Virtual runners. I don't know. It'll be uh, really. It'll be interesting. But baseball teams are pretty big too. Like I think there's twenty. It's like mid to high twenties players like per team. So. Yeah. Um. I don't know. What were you asked though? Um. Uh, oh, I was gonna say something. I kind of hope for like if they they don't have enough time to do like the rest of the season and the playoffs. So maybe they just do the rest of the season and shorten the playoffs to like. And I, this is a, the extreme level of it, but one game series. Because it's all going to be neutral site anyway. You don't really need the, uh, the home field. Home field advantage is not going to exist in these playoffs, right? Yeah. So what's the point of going um, back and forth and playing like seven games? Why not do one and done like fucking football playoffs? How intense would those games be? One and done basketball would be really dumb, though. That would be you so much fun, from, though. Like, some guy gets hot, shoots like eight for eight on three-pointers. And let's say, you know, like... Uh, the Lakers are getting upset like the first round by like, the Pelicans. <laughs> like it'd be insane. Uh, I think they you probably will see it get cut down though. Like they used to do best of five in the first round. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't see why they couldn't go to like best of five. They'll keep the finals at seven games. Dude, I hope for it's just, sure. I hope they just do a one every Sunday. Just do it like football and steal their steal football's brand. I mean, I'd be cool with, like, the first two rounds be best of three series, and then, like, the conference championship be a best of five, and then the finals best of seven. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like the, those, like, best of series are based on, like, um, home field advantage, like, you know? I don't I don't know about, like, basketball. I think it's based on, the, like, the make sure, like, the best team actually wins, and there's not, like, one night where, like, a team just gets really cold shooting three-pointers and another team gets really hot or something. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, so I think like you gotta do at least I think best of three is fine though. How is like, I'm pretty confident the best team can win a best of three series like right. most of the time. Yeah. Um, how do you think it's gonna look without fans being there? How do you think it's gonna like I've talked about this uh, on the on the podcast before we before everything went into chaos, um, but like momentum is a real thing, and does momentum and pressure get like spurred if there's no fans there, like? Hot streaks going to be less likely. Are people missing three pointers going to be less likely? Are people going to make more, th- or sorry, making more free throws like without everyone, without the fans screaming and being in their head? Or is it going to mess them up because there aren't fans screaming and being in their head? We don't know. I, I would imagine, and this is a total guess for NBA, that you'd see like shooting percentages go up. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking like if you can gamble on when it comes back, like bet the over on uh, free throws made. And bet the over so, on fouls because refs are now going to be able to hear clearly what the players are saying, and so are we with, yeah. with the microphones. Like, there's going to be like swear words all on TV. Oh yeah, it's gonna be really bad, and they'll be able, like hear some guy's arm like smack another guy's arm like loud as day, dude. And like uh, those people that are annoyed by the sound of the squeaker sneak or the the sneaker squeak, <laughs> it's, so it's just it's all it's going to be. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I think you're right though. Like when it comes back, like just bet a bunch of overs or like bet a bunch of unders and just hope that like it does have some form of drastic effect. Yeah. Like you don't care if it makes it lower story or higher story. as long as it does something like you, you make out on it. Right. Yeah. Maybe they're going to have to like pump in fake audio noise, like in the background, like just like crowd noise. You think they would. 
I don't they know. Do it, I like, feel like it's going to sound weird watching an empty stadium with only these announcers talking. It's going to put a I'm lot of pressure sure the, on the broadcasters, I'll tell you that. Uh, I'm pretty sure the Masters puts in like fake bird sounds and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, I would I'm not be sure surprised. I would not be surprised. Like, to like, make it sound like the perfect day yeah. outside. You know, like the birds chirping and everything. So, did you hear they're playing in November? That's when the Masters got moved to? Yeah. Damn. I heard, I like heard uh, Thanksgiving Masters. The, what is it? The Quicken Loans Rocket Mortgage Classic is like supposedly the Ro- first one to come back. It's at I least don't, on the docket I'm, right now. Yeah, I'm not buying it though. Like they they canceled like the British Open. They just straight up canceled it, and they pushed the Masters, which is the biggest of the event of the year, all the way till November. Like if they're pushing the Masters that far out, like I don't feel like we're playing golf anytime soon. Yeah, no, and uh, I know there's like. Uh, big up in arms about golf in Michigan right now, and like the governor. It's legal in a bunch of other states, right? I I don't think it's like I think you can do it, but like I don't really know how you can safely do it until it gets down a little bit more. Not because of like how the the whole aspect of playing golf, like you can easily social distance during it. You just you you gotta like you gotta start letting people bring their own beer, even though everyone brings it anyway. But you gotta make that allowed. But the thing is, like once it opens, it's just gonna be like so. In De- for example, in Denver, I was talking to Sean. They were gonna close the liquor stores, so they didn't co- count them as uh, not. They said they were non-essential, so they were gonna close them down. What that caused, which is another factor on why liquor stores are still open, was everyone was making a mad rush to the liquor stores, like. <laughs> everyone's going there at the same time like lines around buildings and that's just like kind of the anti what you want with all of this and if we right when we open up golf like it's oh the course is gonna be insane yeah yeah and then you can you how can you trust people to not talk to each other in the parking lot from six feet away like all right so like how can you trust people like our great friend dave jeremy from not finding balls and just picking them up and taking them like it, it it's it's I know it's like we should trust people, but like, I don't know. That's not how the world works. You can't so, trust people like this. <laughs> no, people are, are, you cannot trust people at all. But like, all right, so say you're allowed the golf right now. Would you go? Um, I think golf is a bad example. No. Um, if I was in your situation, like where I loved golf and I've been self-quarantined this whole time, uh, probably. I would be responsible yeah. about it, but I would probably go. But me, yeah, I would, I would, I would definitely of, go. I'm just too high risk. Yeah, I definitely would go. Like, uh, I, I, I have like no interaction with people, right? I wouldn't be a threat to anyone else. It'd be more like me, and I feel comfortable that I could like distance myself enough. Yeah, like I, I don't know if I would go play like with someone, but like I don't mind going play golf alone, and I don't really see how like any harm to like, if you're playing golf on a, alone on a course, you're not within like 200 yards of someone at any time, right? Yeah, like that's what that's what it should be. Like uh, I'm okay with that, but I just also like I sympathize with uh, the governor and being like, yeah, that's completely unrealistic. Like, <laughs> like I'm I people aren't even doing that now. Like social distancing. Like I have my my neighbors are outside and they're all like family households, but they're all just outside running around all the time. With, like, I guess I don't I don't I think they're all social distancing, but I know some of them probably don't care, and. You know, there are people in the world that just think this is a fucking myth and whatnot. But we need to keep doing it because I want a goddamn summer. And I don't even really like golf anymore, but I want to golf this summer and hang out with my friends and not have to wear a mask and not be able to touch anybody and not be able to make out with all my friends. Come on. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's uh, it's something else. It, it's, the timing's horrible too. It's like golf season was like just about to start after no one got to play for like five months. Yeah. I played once this year. Wow. And then I've and then it's like nope, close. Yeah, um, I, I feel for you because that's like you're like the biggest golf fan that I know. So oh, it's terrible. Uh, yeah, it's awful. But we are really off topic here. NFL draft. Oh yeah, we didn't even talk about the NFL draft. Okay, um, uh, so <laughs> we talked about how it's basically a fantasy football draft for a bunch of rich people, but that was about it. Um, uh, so consensus: Do you think Joe Burrow goes number one? Yeah, at this point, it kind of just sounds. If like... If you were the Bengals, would you take him number one? Yeah, probably. Yeah, me too. I mean, they they have to get a quarterback. That guy just like, I you know I know it was only one season, but like every time I watched him, I was like, what the fuck? In that final or that um, national championship game, watching him play in that and like start off like not being able to do anything, but like kept going out there and kept looking downfield and didn't get rattled at all. That guy's gonna be special, I think. Hopefully, the Bengals don't ruin him. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. They had some weapons though. He's not totally alone there. Like they right. actually have offensive weapons, so yeah, mm. uh, they need a lot of line work though. Who do you uh, who do you want the lines to get? Well, um, preferably Tua. Yes, I'm on the Tua train. Uh, the Hawaiian They're not lion. Take him, are they? We already have the color Honolulu blue as a staple of our dumbass uniforms. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Hawaiian lion is just a, such a good name for for Tua. You know me, I, I, li- I like things for dumb reasons. <laughs> we can market the hell out of this though. Yeah, um, we can. He can sit behind Stafford for a year or even fucking two years. Stafford's a good quarterback, and I'm a no, I'm, one year. I'm a Stafford fan. Like we could trade Stafford whenever and get uh, probably a, if he has a good season. Like imagine if Stafford comes out here and wins a playoff game. Like we well, could trade him for a ransom uh, of picks. That's not gonna happen. But oh well, yeah, um, I forgot. There's no NFL. <laughs> um. Well, that's true too. But I, uh, after this year, they can get out of Stafford's deal pretty easily. Yeah, I'm sad that this my, is like uh, the last year. It's a huge problem. I'm sad, but that, I think uh, th- what they should be going for is like the exactly what Kansas City did. Like Kansas City had like a, a right. veteran quarterback who hadn't had like a, a a Super Bowl reign or anything like that, and then like they brought in like a, a young elite prospect and just let him sit the entire first year. Right, I've seen Kansas City do that, and I've seen Green Bay do that in my football watching skills, and it's worked out yeah. well, phenomenally for both of them. Yeah. Green Bay's is a little bit long. The problem is that like most of the teams that get these top picks don't have a like good enough veteran quarterback where like they cannot have to deal with like pressure from the fan base to start the rookie. Yeah. Like like Green Bay had Brett Favre. Like no one was calling for Brett Favre to get benched. Right. And Patrick Mahomes, um, like people didn't I feel like people didn't know him because I didn't really know him. Yeah, he wasn't like a, a big enough name. He wasn't Plus, as like, good Alex, as he wasn't as hyped as Mitch Trebisky. <laughs> Plus, it's it's like Alex Smith wasn't bad, right? Yeah, and Brett so Favre's a Hall of Famer. Like Stafford's Stafford, quarterback. Like, I mean, I'm sorry, Stafford's probably a Hall of Famer. I don't know about based that. on stats I don't alone. Like, I mean, he, imagine, he, he gets traded. Game. If he gets traded, he'll win a playoff game. Uh I don't know. That's a whole different topic, but. Um, but Stafford's good enough that like we could we could actually go the year and not force Tua in there and not have like the fan base like totally revolt. Yeah, uh, I, and we I think it's good to sit too, especially in this weird year where like I don't know, everyone's got bigger things on their plate, it, 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 like in terms of like the players and coaches and whatnot, like everything, like. Carl Anthony Towns, I know it's a different sport, but his mom just died from coronavirus. Like, that's probably not going to be the only sports athlete that has somebody die close to them that from the coronavirus. Like, sports are not going to be taken that seriously this year. Like, 
Feels like it's going to be there's, a thrown away year. There's going to be a bunch of injuries when they start too. Yeah, because of lack of you uh, know shape. these these leads are going to like rush to get back up. Like once they get the green light mm-hmm. from like a money perspective, they're not going to have like a proper like training camp routine to like ramp up to the season and like get in shape. Cause like, I know these guys are professional athletes and it's easy to say like, Oh, well they should just always be in shape. But like, it's noticeably a, a thing like beginning of season, like guys getting their legs underneath them and stuff. Like you see like NBA right. players start playing like more minutes per game as they get like farther into the season. Cause they're just getting in better and better shape. How quick and, does carry Johnson get injured this year? <laughs> oh God. I don't even mind. Probably too quick. Um, but I think you're gonna see a bunch of these guys kind of rush back and try to play too quick, and I think you're gonna probably see a bunch of injuries, which sucks. Yeah. Um. All right. So we're both on the Tua bandwagon. Yeah. Let's pretend Tua didn't come out this year. Then who do you want the Lions to draft? Assuming, uh, assuming Burrow and Chase Young, who honestly, let's say Chase Young's there and Tua are there, completely ridiculous scenario. Who do you draft? I would still take Tua. I would. Uh, I don't know. That would be tough for me, but um, I would be okay with either. Like, I would be ecstatic with either. But um, I mean, the thing is, like, if Tua didn't have this injury, right? Mm-hmm. Think of the hype that'd be around him going into this draft. Like, think of the hype there was oh, yeah. going into last year. Like, he's like a better than a number three overall prospect, if that makes sense. Dude, imagine if it was Tua versus Burrow in the championship game, and they both played amazingly, and it was like a legit quest because it's. It's normally, like, what is it last time? Peyton Manning and Ryan Leaf? Was that the last time it was, like, a real question on who to draft number one? Yeah, but, like, the the reason, like, I like I would honestly rather have Tua is, like, I'm banking on the injury. He's young enough, and, like, I just don't think injuries are as bad as they used to be. Like, yeah. so I'm banking on him being okay there. But, like, from a, like, Tua's been the guy, like, the top guy at every level for, like, literally years now. It's like how you said, like, bro had this, like, magical year, but, like, um, yeah, I don't Tua know. had that like, magical I, I, year as like what a, a freshman or whatnot. Whenever he took over yeah, for Hurst or Hurst, exactly. Like I people, I feel like people are like forgetting like what we thought about Tua before he got hurt, and like how highly Dude, they are. He like was. people are. I don't. I don't know. I, I feel like it's idiotic if you don't take Tua. It's not. It's it's idiotic if you sit there at three and draft somebody that isn't Tua or Chase Young or Joe Burrow. Like they're draft one of those three and you've won the draft because you have. You're the third pick. That's that's it. Everything else, like, you have to trade back if you're not, like, I, all right, Lions, if you want to trade back, that's fine. You better get a ransom, but, like, and then you better, <laughs> you better figure, like, honestly, I don't know. Another po- best, uh, positive of drafting Tua is we don't have another starter on uh, defense, and we get this fucking coaching regime and this general management regime out of here because the team's going to suck. But like if we get like, let's say like like everyone's mocking us Akuda from Ohio State, like he might make our defense a little better. But I don't know, we're still gonna suck. I don't understand. Have the Lions just like publicly said they're not gonna take a quarterback? No, just people just don't believe them. Like why is everyone just like no one's mocking Tua there? I don't know. Um, we've interviewed like all the quarterbacks I think, and we only have a certain allotted amount of virtual interviews I think, but. Yeah, like, I feel like it'd be a huge surprise at this point to, like, the industry as a whole if the Lions took Tua. And, like, to me, it wouldn't be a surprise at all. Like, I honestly feel like it makes perfect sense. Oh, like dude, the time, I would be shocked. The, like, all right, 
I would be shocked if they actually did it, but like it, it, it makes so much sense that like it shouldn't be shocking, right? Like especially at the age and point in career Stafford is, and his multiple back injuries. Yeah, like it's literally just like this is the time you bring a quarterback in so you don't hit rock bottom, and it might get you to the next level like faster than you think. Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense to me. Um, it's because of the lack of faith that the media, right, rightfully so, has in the Lions organization. It's because of how they've coddled Stafford his whole entire year, which, you know, I think Stafford gets a little bit uh, too much criticism, but, you know, he hasn't produced. Like, that's bottom line. He hasn't got us a playoff win. And it's not all his fault at remotely, but, like, if we're going to be this dog shit organization, we kind of need a superstar at quarterback to do anything. Um and it's yeah, also like, it's also like, um, just, just like the Lions' history of making bad decisions every fucking where they go. And most importantly, it's this win now edict we have from the organization from that letter they sent out to the fans saying that we expect to be in playoff contention next year. So you have Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia operating as if they're not in playoff contention. Then this is not, or this is their last year having jobs, and. If you and I were in that situation, we probably want to have jobs, and we're probably going to do whatever is best to make us uh, closer to play closer to the playoffs than we are without. Without um, and sacrificing our future doesn't matter because that's what the kind of jobs we want. We want to have this job, and Tua is better for the franchise in the long run. But they're not going to be here for the long run because they're going to suck again, and we're going to run them out of town. And what you just said is exactly why the good teams stay good and the bad teams stay bad is like continuity and like the front office and stuff allows you to like actually make the, like the optimal decisions for your like franchise and not just like how can I save my job and like get some twit fits, which usually doesn't work out. Yeah. That's why you see guys like the, the Patriots and like the, the Steelers and those teams, like even in their like down years, they're still pretty good. Cause like just everyone there is on like the exact same page about like what needs to be done and like. They're not working like against each other, pretty much. Right. Yeah. You're not. You're not making decisions based on like winning now is a terrible decision to make. Like if you want, like what you said. Oh, especially now. in football. Yeah. Like we're like, you can have this like it's a one and done playoff. Like we talked earlier. Like, mm-hmm. like putting everything all in is like what the Rams did, and look how that happens. Like when you don't win, and then like you're just stuck all in and now they're just like eating all this dead money and trying to unload every bad contract they can. Right. And they're stuck with a quarterback that is well below average <laughs> on a scheme yeah. that was figured out. <laughs> yeah, like I, I still have confidence in like McVay from like an offensive standpoint, but like I think it's pretty clear at this point that golf is one hundred percent a system quarterback and not like a Right. Not actually a quarterback. Not worth the money he got. And I've always thought no. that golf sucked, but um, you know, Todd Gurley was the real beast there, and then Todd Gurley started getting injured, and I probably am going to draft Todd Gurley in fantasy next year. Did I hear something crazy? You saw McCaffrey got paid, right? Yeah. So I am crazy against paying running backs, like, in general. Like, I think every giant running back contract's like, the new dumbest contract that's ever been given in the NFL. Yeah. Um, McCaffrey was the first one I was kind of okay with it. Yeah, I think we've had this conversation before. Like, there was four running backs that I would pay and there was only three that you would and McCaffrey was one of them yeah but like the thing that McCaffrey has going is like he's also like young enough that like he reasonably could still be in his prime like the whole contract right I hate that like you get these running backs that are like at their peak and get paid 
and then like you get the really really bad version at the end of the contract. He's young enough where like yeah. they could actually this get him. Is, this is good first the whole deal, time. right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I- another thing is too like uh, like I think his value is only going to continue increasing, like the way NFL offenses are and stuff. Like because he's more uh, versatile. Yeah, like he's such a good player. If they really wanted to, they could literally play him as like a slot wide receiver, and he'd probably still be good. Oh yeah, for um, sure. So I feel like his yeah he's like the only running back whose like skill set is like complete and diverse enough, and like he has like the age and durability he's shown. Where I'm like okay, like I'm actually like pretty okay. With well, this I mean, and Saquon, my favorite player in the NFL. Well, I mean, yeah, if he got paid like right now, right. Well, I mean, Saquon's like well, their age can't be that different, right? Is it two years? Saquon's uh, younger than or came out after earlier yeah i don't know i have to look but saquon's another guy i would saquon elliott and then i also still like kamara i know you're not into him as much anymore but and i don't even think it's like uh like some of these deals like i don't even know if it's like they're stupid deals it's just like i don't think that's how you spend your money to like construct a winning team right yeah um i just think like yeah no paying running backs like it's Especially paying mid-tier running backs, like, and by mid-tier I mean not the top, top uh, five. I guess if you want to put it arbitrary, top five. Like Melvin Gordon, I, he just signed with see, the Broncos. I think the, I think the number is smaller than that. You think it's like top two? Top. It's like top two or three, depending on like. So who's would you in put Elliott the in there? Do you think that they paid him right? Um, no, because of their other contract problems they're having. Yeah. You can't pay him when you had a receiver and a quarterback, both about the demand. Well, here's the thing contracts. about Carolina. What's the point of paying McCaffrey if your team's not close enough to winning? Well, I mean, that's another fair argument. Like, I actually think their offense is going to be really good. Well, do you think, uh, was it Kyle Allen? Is he going to be the quarterback? No, they got Bridgewater. Oh, okay. Wow. But, Exciting. No, like, a, no, but I think DJ Moore's like – about the just absolutely explode this year, like about year to be a superstar. Number two, Sorry, that was the drop. Um, but you think you think DJ Moore is going to be a superstar? You said. Yeah, and like I think Curtis Samuel's fine. Uh, McCaffrey's McCaffrey. Um, I believe I believe they signed Robbie Anderson, didn't they? I think so, actually. Am I, cr- like, am I crazy I, to in Dynasty I just trade think- McCaffrey straight up for Saquon? Yeah. Why would you? I like him better. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know me. I I don't operate on the normal things, but I've never finished in last in fantasy, and I have a sword behind me. I mean, if you just want to, like, <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> maybe, maybe I can get a first round pick out of it. That'd be great. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I feel more confident about the situation McCaffrey's in. I don't know. I I, don't, I think I'm randomly a Giants fan now. Yeah. Uh, their offense, uh, actually, like, their offense could be insane if everyone stays healthy. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah, it's a bit if, though, with, like, the players they and have. And especially with the pandemic. But anyways, we got to move on. Um, Eric, what have you been watching? Beer, right? What have you been doing? What, uh, what entertainment-wise, what have you been listening to during this uh, trying times of our lives? Um, I've not been listening to much. No music? Uh, I've actually started listening. I've, I've been starting to listen to more music again. Which, if you know me, like when sports are going on, like I basically just don't listen to music. Yeah. Um. So that's been a little bit different. Um. 
but no, I mean, pretty much the same thing as everyone. I found a new show on Netflix. I'm binging. Uh, I started playing video games again, which I hadn't really played in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've kind of gotten like hooked big time on those. What game are you playing? Um, I, you said the Diablo, right? Yeah, I'm playing Diablo three. It's uh, it came out eight years ago, oh. <laughs> or like roughly roughly eight years ago. 2012, um, baby. <laughs> the last, but the they last run, time the they, world was supposed to end. <laughs> yeah, but they run like seasons. So like this new season with like new deer and stuff just started like a month ago. So it kind of like keeps the game fresh. Got you. Um, what is what is Diablo? Because I can I think that's one of the games I can get on my Switch. Uh, maybe, um, if you've ever played like any like RPG, like go around, yeah. like level up, like find better pieces so, of deer. So like a Final so Fantasy can... type deal? Yeah. So then like you can go beat the big boss because you finally got strong enough and then like, so like, uh, start and try and get good for the next boss. Like basically like, uh, Legends of Zelda is like an in between from that, from normal games. Cause that, like, yeah, Le- Zelda has like RPG elements to it. Yeah, kind of. Just a little more complex as far as, like, different stills and, like, abilities working together and stuff like that, but... Nice. Um, um, I've never played Diablo or, like, really any RPG game besides, like, Pokemon. Yeah. Which is, like, the basic form of RPG where each, each takes I really like, attacking. Yeah, I really liked, like, the adventure RPG, like, level-up type games quite a bit. Mm. Um, so, me and Mike have been playing that pretty constantly. That, that, that was not um, the game I was expecting you guys to be playing. Over, like, the last couple of weeks. What, what yeah. console are you guys playing it on? PlayStation. I played... So, I played it, like, years ago. Yeah. But, like, I just played, like, the one-player, like, not online mode or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was it. And then, like, I... Uh, I don't know. I was looking at the store, and it was, like, pretty cheap on there. And I just got it and got back into it and then got my plan. Nice. Uh, so, you you haven't jumped into the world of Animal Crossing like your wife has. I have not. She's obsessed with it. Um, yeah, it's like a so, second life over here, man. They, they, they. Uh, I don't even know like what it is exactly. To be honest, you've never played it. I've literally never played it. So basically, I've never even watched someone play it. It's basically like working. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds awesome. Yeah. Um. Uh, so they pushed the release of it out earlier. Um. To coincide with the coronavirus <laughs> because like no one had anything to do. So like, all right, well, let's just release this now. So they released it for everybody. And, I mean, uh, it makes sense. Yeah, uh, uh, this is the first time I've played it because there's been a couple iterations that have came out since the original one on GameCube, which is the only one I've ever played until now. But uh, yeah, uh, I kind of hate this game for coming out. I like it; it's fun, it, but it's not fun, and I don't like it. Like, you know what I mean? It's distracting. It looks really boring. It is boring. All you do is gather gather stuff and make money and pay it to this fucking raccoon and make your Why house a little that- bigger. Why does everyone like it so much then? Because it's something to do. It's like your own world over here. It's like, it's but like people were excited about this like before the quarantine even. Well, yeah, people love it. Like my uh, my sister in law Anna like fucking lives for this game. She loves this game. Uh, it's nice to build community because this one you can like go and visit other people's islands. Like I've had I've had Mike Carl's uh, former guest on our island, the one we were just talking about. Like I've had his wife on my island. I've had his wife on my island. <laughs> um, uh, I've, uh, you know, like you can, you can have like up to eight people on an island at the same time. But the thing is, when you're all on the island together, all you do is like work. <laughs> like, I guess you can go, you can go fishing. <laughs> like, <laughs> but it's, yeah, it, it sounds horrible. Like I've, yeah, it, it's just not one of those games I'm ever doing. Imagine, imagine a game where like there is not 
a competitiveness at all to it. Like there is nothing you can win. <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> I need like I, I'm trying to get this done so that I can do this tool thing in the game. Like not just yeah, yeah. It's like all right. Nothing. I'm trying to uh, pay off my house right now so I can go get a bigger loan and pay off even more of my house right now. <laughs> Ooh, that let's sounds... build a bridge, but I gotta pay a shit ton of money for that. And the only way to get that money is to collect fruit by shaking trees and selling them at the shop. Yeah, that sounds horrible. <laughs> it's it's mindless. It's like it's like a like a phone game, like that has no yeah. yeah it's like that's can, what it sounds it's like, like, like Candy but Crush, like... but like eat more complex. Like, but people love Candy Crush, you know. So like, I get it. Yeah, in that like, way. I can get behind like a super simple game, like. That kind of just kills time on my phone. Because that's, like, great if I'm, like, somewhere waiting to do something or something. But, like, I'm not going to come down here, like, sit down and turn on, like, my PlayStation or whatever and play a game like that. Like, there's no way. Yeah, I've I've been doing it, unfortunately. It just takes... It, it's, it takes away time. And it's not... It, I don't want to call it... I don't want to call it a dumb game. It's just not fun. Like, it's, it's kind of a dumb just, game. Yeah, you know what? It is. <laughs> I don't know why I paid $60 for it. <laughs> well, if, if, I guess if it's giving you enough hours of entertainment, then it's probably worth the, the worth the price in this environment. It's a, I would say it's cute and it's adorable. Like, and you get to customize, like I've built all the Game of Thrones house logos, like and custom, like customize them. And that was my, high, my favorite part of the game. And now I've that's been, probably why Mike likes it. No, I, he hasn't built anything like that. He's wearing like oh, he, really? he's wearing like Gucci clothing over there. Oh, he just made 108, not... $108 million dollars by selling turnips, which is like playing the stark stock market. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm done with this team. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. So, that statement you just said made me realize I have no interest in playing. Dude, we have a we have a we have a chat uh, in Facebook, like your wife's on it, where we have like ten people, or ten or twelve or fifteen people on there. Just talking about how much people are selling turnips for this day, because <laughs> <laughs> my wife's in this like stock market, like yeah, <laughs> chat for uh, what I for think Animal Crossing, <laughs> yeah, all <laughs> Animal Crossing. <laughs> oh, all right, that's news to me. I'll have to. I'm gonna give her like crap about it without telling her that I know she's in it. Yeah. <laughs> but like, oh my gosh, do you believe these people on Facebook? They have this group chat where they can talk about how much stuff costs to sell. Yeah, <laughs> it's. It's basically like it's like. Are you, were you ever into The Sims? I played some of that when I was younger. Yeah. Okay, so like that era, I was like more of like Roller Coaster Tycoon, though. It, it's like all right, so it's less like Roller Coaster Tycoon, more like The Sims, because Roller Roller Coaster Tycoon, I was into, and like you know, you get like uh, awards and whatnot. Actually, yeah, like you I have like maybe, goals. Maybe it is more like Roller. Maybe I'm underselling it. Like you get, you get goals to do and accomplish, but it's just work it's still like world <laughs> roller coaster tycoon is just work it's just not exciting it's just like oh i paid off my bill right and that's what roller coaster tycoon is right like it's basically like i don't know because you could roller coaster tycoon you could like beat though like there was things i remember it's like have roller your, coaster tycoon there was like things you could do it was like have your park have this many people and make this much money profit by this date oh well animal crossing has stuff like that too so, like, you were trying to, like, uh, like I'd have to figure out a way. Like, it was, like, a puzzle of, like, figuring out how to get it to be that good by that day. Oh, okay. Well, then Animal Crossing does have stuff like that. Like, it's, like, I'm trying to make my island cool enough for this uh, local dog guitar player to come and play concerts on Saturday nights named K.K. Slider. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's a little bit different, but... 
Plus, you can do, like, weird stuff roller coaster tycoon, like, make the roller coaster, like, up, but, like, and nothing else, yeah, so just it would just, like, people. fly off. <laughs> I mean, it was a video game. I was like, I have nine, not figured out how to kill people in this game yet, but I can wield an axe. That is a thing. <laughs> Hey, that's the first step, right? My favorite, my favorite part about the game is you can go to other people's islands, and if they're your like, if they like make you best friends, which is like something Nintendo does, then you can go and dig up all their trees and fuck their entire <laughs> island. And I've been doing that whenever like one of my friends let me go over there. Like I went to Mike and Chelsea's island the other day, and I took all their trees and put them on this little island they had like in the middle of that, their island. <laughs> that is like all I would do if I played this <laughs> game. I would just go around and mess everyone's stuff up. <laughs> We're just terrorists over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a terrorist in Animal Crossing. <laughs> it's a weird second life, but... uh Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, I think the game is fun at first because it's like, oh, there's all these different tasks. But then once you get done with getting everything and it's just like the slow grind of paying off your debt is essentially the game (laughs) so there's like different kinds of games though like the game i'm playing that diablo game it's made so like if you really like the game like you could basically play it forever oh okay because like they reset like the seasons every couple months and like introduce new things and like keep it fresh right then there's other games where it's like it's cool for like i don't know a couple weeks and then after that it's just like all right what else do i do i feel like this game probably falls more into that category where it's like it's probably awesome for like three or four weeks or a month Mm -hmm. or what have you but after that you're probably just never gonna play it again yeah after that like everything else that you can get like or accomplish is just like bullshit like you know yeah like i still have my house probably saved on a memory card in nino and vince's house back on our cola from the original animal crossing and I got really far in it, and by really far, I mean my house had four bedrooms. <laughs> you really made it in life, man. <laughs> made it, man. What a waste of fucking time, to be honest. Like, like, there's games like Super Smash Brothers where it's like the same thing every time, but it's competitive, and that's a different kind of style. Like, that's like Call of Duty, you know? Like, And then there's games yeah. like uh, my favorite game I've ever played, Breath of the Wild, where it's like this, it's like kind of like reading a book. But like I've played Breath of the Wild, right? Yeah, you beat it, right? Yeah, yeah. Like that's my favorite game I've ever played, and you know that's just like a, a basically like like reading a book, like it's a whole story that goes out that you get to kind of control. Yeah, but that's one of those games that's only good for a limited amount of time, right? Like, once yeah, you like beat I, it, haven't, I haven't played it. I've only played it sometimes when I'm like, because I haven't got, I haven't beaten all the shrines, so I'm trying to find. Like, them. It was, yeah, so like it was amazing when you played it, mm-hmm. but then you beat it, it's over. Animal Crossing is just like Breath of the Wild after you beat it. Like, where there's still some things you can discover, and it's kind of fun to explore the that land. sounds so bad. <laughs> you would, but, like, Eric, I you would hate games... this game. Don't ever play it. <laughs> I, I, like, I prefer games that have, like, more of, like, longevity to them. Like, that if I really like the game, um, I can kind of just keep playing it. Like, rather it be, like, online or whatever with people or... Yeah. Um, something like that. But, um, I don't know. I f- regardless, like, I feel like video games are, like, really good right now for like what's going on in the world dude i wish i had anything except for nintendo video games because they're not good for online multiplayer except for smash yeah Wars. like like we're, we're all like super disconnected from each other and like uh like me and mike play this game like obviously i'm not going to hang out with mike anymore but like right we'll hop on playstation talk about like whatever in the world while we're doing something that passes time without us just like losing our minds in our houses so i feel like from that aspect like video games are um like, at least providing, like, the people who do play them, like, some form of, like, social interaction with people outside of, like, the house they live in. Yeah, yeah. I've been, um, uh, 
like doing Smash Brothers with like uh, our Smash Brothers chat, which I think you might be in. I don't know if you do. You even have Smash I think Brothers? Might be. I do not. And then you're probably not in. You're in the games, the like the board game chat, I think. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's fun. But you know, it's also a game that I've been playing since for like 20 years. So it's like it's nothing new. It's nothing new. Yeah. You been watching any TV? Yeah. Um, uh, what are you watching? So. I've been watching uh, Better Call Saul. Have you seen any of that? Uh, I saw like the first like five or six episodes of the first season, and then kind of just as I was like still on the Breaking Bad thing, and then yeah, uh, did you finish Breaking kinda Bad? Kind of stopped. Yeah. Okay. Better Call Saul. I will honestly say is better. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It gets like that's, it gets so. That's good. a super hot take, right? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't I don't think it's like I think everyone that watches them thinks they're both pretty much like kind of the same type of show, but Better Call Maybe Saul I should is give like it a shot, uh, then. I don't know it's it's different and it's it's cool that it's not it's not Breaking Bad but it's like got like those say it feels like Breaking Bad but with like a a more complex and less far fetched story like Breaking Bad okay. like some had some aspects that are like that's a stretch that they were able to pull that off like a giant yeah. magnet <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah there's some that are pretty ridiculous better call sure. Saul is smarter maybe less less uh violence and action like that is it by the same people or no yeah mm-hmm. it is okay yeah, vince gill again um have you watched ozark no but i've been meaning to i've i've watched the first episode like way back in the day but now I'll, now like before i or when i watched that like i wasn't as big of a jason bateman fan as i am now but i think jason bateman might be like one of the best actors of all time I'm uh I'm like halfway through it right now, so that's been like my TV show. It's eat me up, but it's funny you brought up Breaking Bad because I get like a lot of Breaking Bad vibes from it. It's yeah. not like as like dark and weird. Mm-hmm. It's like Breaking Bad gets sometimes. Yeah, and I guess there's not like as much tension between like uh, uh husband and wife. Well, I guess there kind of is, but um, it's just not the same feel of like normal dude at some point in his life, like somehow tied up in some right. form of stuff with bad people basically like, like uh older white person uh being unfulfilled and then something crazy happens where his life gets put into motion and he kind of likes it in a sick way yeah yeah like 100 percent. like it's not that, that storyline's kind of played out so uh that, that's why i haven't uh watched it yet but uh i heard hey it's good i heard the last three episodes of season two are garbage but season three is good I don't know. Okay, so I'm like, uh, there's there's three seasons with ten episodes, so it's not even that, it's only oh, thirty I can, episodes. I can easily I, I watched the entire season of New Girl in this uh, quarantine. But they're series, uh, they're like fifty eight series. They're they're <laughs> <laughs> they full hour like uh, fifty eight minutes or whatever. Okay. Um, but I'm like uh, I'm on season two episode five I think, and so far it's been awesome. Uh, I didn't hear the thing about the end of season two, but everyone that tells me that season three is by far the best season. It's not even close. That's good. Like when, so like, when show I, seasons like get better as they go, that's great. That's that's what makes. Yeah. It so good like show. I, if I'm already liking the show and I keep hearing that same thing from everyone, then like obviously I'm pretty excited about where it's going for sure. You say you're halfway through season two. Is that what you said? Yeah. And you and you like so you highly recommend it or do you just recommend it? No, I think it's really good. Okay, I'll check like, it out. Highly recommend. I will. Uh... Like, e- even if it's like, uh, I don't know, because everyone's a little bit different. Like, even if it's not like your favorite show in the world, like I don't think uh, you'll like regret watching it at all. Yeah. Like, I, I think like you'll say it's good. Yeah, I seen the first episode. And the first episode ends. It was years ago, but it ends like pretty violently, right? Yeah, 
Um, oh, yeah, the first episode ends, like, crazy violently. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I remember. Um, so just so you know, like, the tone of the show. Right. Like... It's a lot like Breaking Bad, uh, th- but it that's, happens quicker. That's probably, like, the most violent episode. Okay. So far. I don't know. Like, there's I other did, episodes of... I, I, I've heard, like, a 97 won the ticket because they don't have sports to talk about anymore. So, like, one of the shows starts talking about uh, Ozark a lot. And uh, I think you're in for some crazy violent stuff coming up. <laughs> oh, no. I definitely could see it. Like, there's definitely episodes of violence. Mm. Um and, like, I can definitely see how, like, it's escalating towards it and crazier. And I assume when everyone tells me, like, season three is insane, like, it's probably yeah. because, like, everything just totally hits the rails in this dude's life. Yeah. For uh, season three. But, like, um, I don't know. There's more to it than, like, just violence, I guess. If that oh, makes yeah. Sense. No, but. I'm sure there is. I mean, it, it wouldn't get this much talk if it wasn't good. Like, I'm going to watch it, you know. Um, it, it, but, like, that's how Breaking Bad was. Right. Like, when did Breaking Bad start, like, really getting regarded as, like, just an absurdly good show? Like, like end of season two, early season three? I don't know. I feel like the last episode of season three was, like, the time that I was fully, like, this show is one of the best shows I've ever seen. Because that was when... Like, season one is kind of boring. Yeah. No, yeah. It's hard to get through. Like, the only reason I even watched Breaking Bad is because everyone I was working with at the time at Benny's, like, was obsessed with this. I was like, okay, I gotta be on board with this. You know, yeah, and I, I like, I started watching a little bit after people, and everyone told me like, hey, season one, like, it can be a little slow, but like, just give it a shot, get into it, and like, right. I'm glad I did, but like, if I was watching the show, I had no knowledge of anyone's opinion or how good the show was. I was just watching the show. I don't know if I would have kept watching after this first season. Right. Yeah. Like breaking. That's why. I mean, that's why Breaking Bad took like a little bit longer to be a cultural ph- phenomenon. Like you know. Like, by the time the fifth season, the last season came around, like, everyone was watching it every week. Yeah. And I think they um, their, split their fifth season into two years, if I remember so, correctly. So, I feel like those shows kind of, like, uh, maybe it's just as, like, they uh, set the story, but they they escalate a lot. So, like, uh, hearing, like, Ozark, um, I don't think it's done after three seasons. Um, I don't think it and is like hearing, I I And hearing the that. seasons are getting, like, better and better. Mm-hmm. Like, season three is, like, the best season by far. Like, uh, I, I hope it can kind of, like, keep that same, like, Breaking Bad, like, ramp up where, like, maybe by season five we're talking about Ozark is, like, just this absolutely, like, ridiculously good show and everything. Yeah. Well, hopefully. I'm uh, I'm going to probably jump onto it, like, because I don't, I don't work for the rest of the week until Monday, so I've got time, I guess. Um, uh, I've also been, do you, you, you watch Westworld at all? I have not. I've heard it's really good too, though. The first two seasons of Westworld are amazing. I'm on the third one right now, and they heard, just added Aaron Paul into like the cast, who is. I heard there was one season that was really bad. Um, this season right now, I well, there's only they're on their third. They're like halfway through their third, and this season has not been doing it for me. Uh, but Jesse Pinkman, Aaron Paul, is just been added to the cast in this season. Is he any good in it? He acts good. I just don't know if I. Like, like the first it's two hard. seasons people, are so much different. It, this feels like an entirely different show right now. When you look at him, do you think Jesse Pinkman? Yeah. It's really hard for those actors. Have you ever uh, heard uh, the guy uh, who played Harry Potter? I can't think of his name right Daniel now. Daniel Radcliffe. Have you ever heard him talk about it? Uh, I have not. Uh, he's, like, really, really struggled to get, role, like, major roles in, uh, like, other movies since then because, like, he's just so... So iconic. Tied. 
he's so tied to Harry Potter that like mm-hmm. that's just who people look at him and see is Harry Potter. Yeah, he, he got he got uh, typecasted. Like that's what they call it. Like you're like, um, like you can probably think of other people in those roles. Like I didn't know I if like, like Jesse, even a, even a lower one like Phoebe from Friends. Like if she's ever on a thing, she's gonna be like a little quirky kind of manic type personality you know yeah uh people can break people i mean some people are like that it, but will ferrell plays the same character in like most movies right yeah i've, I've seen Ish. one movie with will Car- with uh will ferrell where he played like a serious role and it was good um was, was he fine yeah he was he was fine in it it's called everything yeah, I mean, must it, go but like will ferrell literally used to be a bodybuilder and started losing or losing muscle and gaining weight to be more of a comedy actor because that's what his style is and good for him i did not know that yeah he used to be like like before he got into acting he was like a i think he was like a world like or at least in competition for a world championship body really yeah. i did not know that i mean yeah like, but getting people fat do is that. funny you know <laughs> people should find like the the thing that they're good at and just go all in on it right um uh yeah, um, uh, so one of my favorite shows ever, I haven't got to talk about this yet, uh, just had its series finale like a couple weeks ago, The Magicians. Um, I haven't seen that. I just want to give a quick shout out to that show because I literally am the only person that I know that watches that show. And um, it went five seasons on sci-fi, and it's based off this book series that I've read called The Magicians. And, man... It was it was a really really. That's f- why you like it. I like it. You read the books first, right? I read half of the first book before that. Um, uh, okay. Before that read. series came out, and I hated the first book. Like I, I was just say like it, I was just say if you read like a series of books and you really liked it, and like a show came out, like you're probably gonna stick it out and watch the whole show. Like yeah. even if like you no, really yeah, did this was like this it. was different. Like I read the fr- I think I read I think I read either either most of the first book or maybe the whole first book. But then I was like, this is the worst book I've ever read because I really hated reading it. Then the show was that bad. Like I, I don't I don't know. It just was like stupid and like ov- overtly sexual at times for no reason. I thought, but then the show came out and I realized what the writer was going for. Like cause he wasn't taking it seriously. Like because I was used to reading Game of Thrones and Harry Potter. But this writer is basically like pumping in pop culture and like jokes into all of his writing, and then I and then the show okay. perfectly emulates that. And uh, then I was then I then I finished the whole book series after reading after after watching the first season of the show. I was like, okay, let's <laughs> let's finish this. And I kind of read them slowly as the show was going. And I just finished the last book this year, and the season just end or the series just ended this year. Completely different storylines, but. Um, the show was fantastic, and I really love it. It was a really good show, and I'm, it's not something it's I would be like first to recommend because it's admittedly it doesn't take itself seriously, like on purpose. There's there the second to last episode of uh, the show was a musical, and they've only, they don't have musicals on the show. They just made it a musical <laughs> because they don't give a shit. <laughs> That's funny. It's like Harry but Potter the, went to like college that. and like, did a bunch of drugs. Like I've watched shows where like I know they're not like the best show ever, but like I just really enjoyed them. Right. I, but I I'm saying like normal. this show was super self-aware. Like they know that <laughs> they they were not being taken seriously, so they didn't take themselves seriously. <laughs> like it's, it was so fun. I'm not gonna call it the best show I've ever seen, but I'm gonna say like this this uh the season before this final season that series or that season finale was like. 
I that is one of the episodes of TV that I have cried watching. That and w- uh, what is your favorite show ever made? The Leftovers. Or if I, I I hesitate because Watchmen. Have you seen Watchmen? No, I haven't seen either of these. They're both written by Damon Lindelof, who's the person that wrote Lost. But That's Leftovers right. best uh, whole series, Watchmen, like that was like a really great. Um, because it was only, it's like a, only a one season, like they're they're yeah. done. But leftovers is only three seasons, and so the thing about leftovers, um, so you know how lost, like what was the big thing? Like there was too many questions not answered, right? Not enough closure. Yeah. Leftovers basically starts with saying like nothing is going to be answered, and it's basically with dealing with the whole series is basically dealing with questions that aren't answered. If you get to like a philosophical aspect of it. Uh, without telling you plot yeah but that west uh our leftovers was best uh series finale i've ever seen loved it know what else i've been uh watching over this break that? which i have never watched the entire series and you're about to judge me hard for this okay but i'm close to finishing it the office I'm not gonna judge you hard at all i just re no? i just rewatched the end of it um during this pandemic like i started at like season I started like five episodes before. My, wait, how far are you? I'm on season eight. Okay, I started it like five episodes. Or like before. I think Michael's gone. Yeah, I started right before Andy's, he left. Andy's running the place with uh, California around. Dude, I was gonna tell you like the first time I ever cried watching TV was the second to last episode of The Office. Oh God, is it is it uh, eight or nine seasons? I think it's nine. I think it's nine. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, like I had obviously seen like a ton of episodes of the office, but I had never watched the office from like the start, like to the finish, like all the way through. So, um, yeah, the end of the office I just, is like, I, I, I started a little before the quarantine, but I'm like just now, like kind of getting close to the end. Right. Like a lot of people like, uh, shit on the end of the office, but I actually really like the end of the office. Like post Michael or post Michael. Yeah. When Robert, you're Robert California is there right now, right? Oh, I th- yeah, I think this part's fine. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, like, like beginning to middle of the last season kind of sucks. But I also like the guy who plays Robert California. I didn't think of his name. I don't either. The Lizard King? I don't know. Because <laughs> um, I, Bla- I, Bla- I watch Blacklist. Oh, okay. And he's the main character in Blacklist, and like he's, like, absolutely amazing in that show. Mm-hmm. Um. So I don't know. Maybe I don't mind him because like I I like him because he kind of plays like that same like he's he speaks the same like he's totally different as far as the character, but like the way he like conducts himself and speaks to people and stuff is like very similar. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's why like I kind of like this ending. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. You got so you've never you've never finished The Office. No, I have not. Oh, cool. It ends like really. It's like a uh, really cute and really. Uh, they they do some like stupid ass plot points in the last season, but the way like it totally wraps up. Second to last episode is just so good, like it literally made me cry. Because the Office is the first show that I've ever watched from its conception, like the very first episode that it was aired to the end. Um, uh, it would fail today. Oh yeah, for sure. There's no chance if it was released right now, episode one, it, it wouldn't even get past the pilot. Mm-hmm. Isn't it weird to think about shows like that? Well, yeah, we're in a constantly evolving time. You know me. I'm I, a- plus, the, there there are some wildly offensive <laughs> episodes of The Office, like 
really bad. Yeah, like it's almost like insensitive for now, but like at the time, like The Office has always been like kind of a progressive show. Like, yeah, but like compared to now, like there's some parts it's like uncomfortable, almost how like racist some of the jokes did. Yeah, <laughs> which you know like, I it's... always say like it's all's fair in comedy. Um, you just got to be kind of tasteful about it. But um, uh, yeah. I don't know. I always kind of shit on The Office because I like New Girl so much better. And you should really start watching New Girl. If you I've seen. watched a lot of New Girl. It's fine. I haven't seen all of them. Fear number three. How? The president grabbed me. All right. Well, on to politics, Eric, our last segment. Hopefully I can splice these things together because we needed a, a, I needed a cigarette break. <laughs> <laughs> You do you got to do, but yeah, we'll figure it out. So, uh, politics, which I guess like every other topic that we've talked about, and we just talked about this, uh, our whole world just goes about the COVID right now. Yeah, right. Like it's kind of uh, it's kind of all anyone can talk about at this point, which is understandable because this is the craziest thing we've both ever been through. I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, there. This is gonna be in all the history books and it's gonna be one of those things like 40 years from now like you're like grandkid or something's like were you alive during this and like asked you about like yeah it's like it's gonna uh, be insane it's like 9-11 but on steroids <laughs> i i would think like because the world of 9-11 like before the, we weren't really uh we were young when 9-11 happened like we were in like what fifth grade yeah fifth grade and then uh after that like everything changed in terms of like airport security and whatnot. And it still lasted around. But after this is over, everything's going to change in a different way for like, for like ever. Oh, nothing. Nothing's ever going to be the same again. Uh, my work was even talking about that. Yeah. Like, so they're like, e- they're like, even when we do like get back to the office, like just understand that nothing's ever going to be the way it was before. Like there was going to be adjustments made. Like I'm sure we're going to have like more people working from home or like stuff like that to try to like, not clump so many people together constantly right yeah like i'm uh i'm i'm at at the point where i'm expecting you know every like like how i've said for everybody or uh, this conversation that i've had with everybody since i went to the first one but that i went to bonnaroo is not gonna be going in late september like that's just I don't see how that's a possibility if they can't have sporting events throughout the rest of the year you know it's not at all there's no way it's gonna happen um but I don't know, like, I'm glad we're taking it serious. Um, like, legitimately, if you're talking, like, biggest, like, threats to, like, society or whatever, some hypo- like hypothetical strand that, like, we just can't do anything about is, like, actually probably pretty high up on the list, to be honest. Right. Yeah. Um, so, like, imagine imagine if something like this had, like, a, uh, like God forbid, like, a 10% mortality rate or something like that, like, what it would be doing to the world right now. Yeah, no, yeah, it'd be it'd be mass, even more mass chaos. I mean, this is pretty chaotic, but like the kill rate is so relatively. It's not low. high enough to make people lose their minds, right? You know, and like in in America, I think like everyone, like the younger people that have been dying from it, like I think I think there's been a study. I might be wrong. Um, that a lot of it's due to like vaping being more prevalent in America than in any other country. Oh, really? I think so. Yeah, because that affects your lungs and whatnot. And, you know, other countries, it's been pretty much, you know, like, and that's the thing about this virus. It's like it randomly kills people, like, that aren't, like, it kills most people that are, um, have, like, those prior 
uh, health deficiencies or whatnot, like that are old. But some people totally healthy die too. Right. Yeah. It's kind of random. That's what's scary about it, and also scary how it's uh, it uh, affects our hospital systems. You know, like you've got your mo- your mother's a nurse. Like I'm sure you're freaked out for her. Like in yeah, these times. for sure. Like my plus like. Yeah, I think too. Though the mortality rate's actually like probably lower mm. than what's even being reported. Just an aspect of like it's honestly impossible for us to predict like how many people have it and just don't show symptoms and never get tested. Right. Um, uh, so you know, there's a lot we can talk about with COVID, but before we do that, we should talk about something that I like for some reason not a lot of people are talking about, and that is our. So Bernie Sanders dropped out of the race for the presidential nomination, and now. Joe Biden is the presumed the the presumed nominee to go against Donald Trump in the general election, which basically leaves us with the choice of which rapist do you want to vote for? <laughs> yeah, uh, well, who do you think so win? Not who do you want, but who do you think? I think Trump will win. Um, I don't think it's even going to be close. It, it I think it depends on like uh, it depends on a lot of things. Uh, I Biden campaign has a lot it can still do like if they adopt a bunch of progressive policies and maybe if they like pick a good um vice president nominee like if they pick elizabeth warren that'll go a long way um but if they pick like amy klobuchar or kamala harris like that's not enough and then you got to go into the aspect of uh are they gonna like because trump is adamantly against voting by mail and if this shit's still going on by then then people aren't going to show up to polls, which I don't really know who that's going to affect more because like Wisconsin just had their primary vote and like they had a couple other things on the election too. And like the governor and a bunch of people like said like, all right, we should delay this. But the Republican Supreme court uh, overruled it and said like the voting has to go on, which resulted in a democratic candidate being put onto the Supreme court and like, which is something that hasn't happened since like the sixties in Wisconsin. Cause you know, older people are more susceptible to this virus. So maybe that drives out um, or drives away the older population from voting, which are going to tend to vote more Republican than the younger population. We should be like able to go vote by election though. Yeah, I, 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 we hope. I don't know. I don't know. Like, if we can't have sporting events, then like, how are we going to have a safe el- and and uh, guaranteed election? If we like, why can't? There's only been one like voter by mail fraud that's like happened in like the last decade or two or whatever, and it, and it was a big Republican scheme in like uh, some southern state, which probably didn't need to because they're a fucking southern state. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it'll be crazy to see how the whole thing goes out. Um, why why was um you might be able, I will you for sure be able to tell me more about this? Like, why was Bernie not able to gain enough steam to win out the nomination? Um, because so like the only reason I think Bernie was able to gain as much uh, as he was in the beginning part of the primary is because of the crowded Democratic field, like. You know, like so in 2006 or 2015 or 16, whatever, 15, I think, was the primaries. And then, like, the beginning of 16, like, when he was running against Hillary, like, everyone, everyone hated Hillary. And she was a woman, too. You know, you got to add that in. Like, I've had people tell me, I've had legitimate people that I know tell me that they don't think a woman can run the country because what happens if she gets her period? Like, 
fuck that. But um, it's a real thing that people will vote for. Like, people are sexist and um, whatnot. It's not happen anytime you have any type of, like, attempted first time. Like, like when Obama was running, you had people that literally did not vote for him because he wasn't white. And then you also had people that only voted for him because he wasn't white. Right. Yeah. Like, it, it goes both ways. Well, I mean, like, the, sure. the black vote is, like, uh, st- stupidly for the Democrats, they just count on it as, uh, like, part of their coalition when, really, you have to win those voters over. And just because they're black doesn't mean they're going to vote for you. And that's what Hillary, Hillary Clinton took for for granted was that she was going to get like hundred percent or close to like that of the black vote when really like, you know, Hillary Clinton's just as, or just as problematic as Trump is, is in certain elitism ways, you know, uh, and Trump clearly has racism in his past, like <laughs> with uh, his, his stuff. But I just feel like the democratic party just like constantly like shooting themselves in the foot. Like they just like, can't produce like a straw, like, I don't know. I just feel like they keep finding candidates that like just aren't going to beat Trump. Yeah, like uh, Joe Biden can't talk, um, and now this uh, credible sexual assault allegation against them from Tara Reid, not the actress or whoever that famous person is, but like just from one of his, I think, staffers or something. Like, <laughs> it, it, it mixed with all of his like just normal creepy Uncle Joe ways. Yeah, I mean, plus, like, when campaign really gets going, like, he's going to get destroyed for this speeching pro- like, speaking problem he's having. Well, it might, what might benefit him is, like, people didn't even think Trump was going to go to debates anyway, like, if it was somebody uh, competent to go debate against. But this coronavirus might actually help Biden out by, like, them not having debates because, um, you know, it's not safe to. Wait, why would Trump not go to the debates? Well, like, because if it was, like, say it was, like, Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren or Amy Oh, Kulishar, I thought you were talking about Biden. No, no. With Biden, I'm sure Trump would go because Trump would murder him in debates. Because- yeah, I was going to say, like, their personality, like, especially with like, the issues Biden's having, like, I'm feeling like if they were at debates, he's going to get, like, ripped apart, not even from, like, uh, uh, like what their policies are just saying, but, like, the way the debates are going to go, like, it's just going to seem like a Trump, Trump like, slam dunk. Right, yeah, like like Biden is running the most progressive campaign, like based on his policies that he's endorsing, ever in the history of a presidential candidate. But you would never know it because he hasn't talked about his policies. He's basically only put himself out there as unifying the country, which is not a real thing you can do at this point. Like, if you want, like, literally, cannot bring people together. Yeah, like literally <laughs> and figuratively. Like Trump is the great. Uh, the, the great power that will not let people be unified because of how fucking divisive he is purposefully and it's good for his campaign and that's pr- one of the problems with American politics is like whatever Trump's doing is kind of working and whatever Trump's doing is fucking terrible like delaying stimulus so, checks to put his name on them I know they said that they weren't going to get delayed because of that but there were reports that they were and, you know, of course they're going to say whatever because they have to appease this man because if they don't appease this man, he will come at you. He doesn't give a shit who you are. Like, you can you see him mocking Ted Cruz, a member of his own party, like, <laughs> saying, like, oh, he's in quarantine? Oh, he's safe? Oh, great. Yeah, wow. Like, this guy's a bastard, and this guy's a fucking master media manipulator. He came to a goddamn saying, White think House uh, press conference with a highlight show of him taking down people like that is just he just using these as campaign rallies and it's fucking sickening 
I say, do you think he's a total idiot, or do you think he's a hundred percent calculated and knows everything he's doing and what purpose it serves? Trump. Yeah, I think he's a total idiot, and I think he's a mastermind at winning elections. And like, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Do you do you think he like accidentally does all this like ridiculous things, or do you oh, think he's no. very calculated about like I'm like I'm doing this, I'm gonna keep doing this because this is what's gonna win me my I vote. I think he like more than any president before him cares way more about how he looks than how the country is doing and anything he can do to get like the economy a slight boost he will do and i think that's why his uh his uh slow response to this pandemic in the first place came to this like like yeah you can blame the world health organization you can blame china for not sharing their resource but you have to blame trump for not listening to his intel services saying that china was lying way before all this but trump is someone who can be easily manipulated by dictators like xi jinping or um uh vladimir putin and you know like him disregarding u.s intelligence and u.s pandemic response teams because he trusts another person that happens to be a dictator of a different country because they have a good relationship with him which means that they know how to work trump because he's the easiest person to work ever. Like me and you could sit in a room with Trump and convince him that dra- drafting Jeff Okuda would be a good idea because we pretend we're smart at it. Like he's, as long as we say we're, if you say good things about him, he's going to listen to you. That's why, that's why he likes the media. That's why he sometimes shits on Fox News when they don't agree with them, which is fucking rare because, you know, they're based on his ratings too. Yeah. Yeah, the whole situation's crazy. Um, who am I? So you 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 think Trump's gonna win? Yeah. Do do you do you want Trump to win? You don't have to answer that if you don't want to. Um. I don't know. I have so like little faith in American like politics. I don't know. I I don't think either one of them should win. Like, is that yeah. an option? Um, Not I would a realistic say, one. But <laughs> yeah, like uh, maybe, yeah, maybe someone saying. will go cough on Joe Biden. I don't know. Like I, I would say, um, I probably have views that are like a little bit more like right than like a lot of like our friend group and everything. But like I also would not say like I'm a Trump supporter by any means either. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I kind of haven't even put much thought about it honestly. Like the last couple of months, I've been so worried about freaking COVID and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. What's going on? That like um, I haven't put much thought into it to be honest, but. Well, I would tell you that there are lives on Trump's hands. Like there are like like undeniable video evidence of him calling this a hoax back in February. And uh then him say, then him saying like you can cut to the video of him saying like this just came out of nowhere. No one knew about it. But there's people telling him and yeah, everyone <laughs> and, knew about it. Like it's it's straight up just and, and the only reason he didn't have a response to it cuz he knew it would hurt the economy which would hurt his poll numbers, and there was maybe this small chance where it dissipated. But the only way that small chance happens is if you do drastic things like like China did. Uh, or South, uh, South Korea. Yeah. You, There's some countries that have really like avoided it. And America is completely different than like uh, South Korea, like in the smaller countries that avoided it, because they're small. Like, we're vast. Um, they also took like radical action, though. Right. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure if um, if he showed symptoms in South Korea, I I'm not positive. Us, I'm pretty sure I was reading that they were like just straight up quarantining people. Like you didn't have the option to go see your family and like stuff. Right. 
which like is all weeks. things like kind of like the Democrat or not are the Republican Party is like against is like uh, you know federally controlled anything. Yeah, uh, it's tough. Uh, I don't know where I fall on it. Like, I think there's some things that definitely should be federally controlled, and I think there's other things that like they should have no part of. Yeah. Um, so I don't. Know. I think we can all agree on like uh, that. Like, I mean, I'm I'm one of those rare Democrats that like believes in gun rights, but. And, and, and everyone out there, if you have the option, go buy a gun because uh, I could see one weird event happening that we don't expect like this one that's happening. If we couple those together, the world will be going into mass chaos. And no, I, I was literally thinking the other day. I was like, I was like, maybe I should get one before like something else happens or a scenario where I'm not able to get one. And like, I literally need one. No, I, I, I have been a. Uh, trying to champion that like go get a gun if you have the option and like you're a responsible gun owner you know like you would be responsible like hey you know maybe maybe buy a safe too because you live with an entire family you know yeah me like living considerations alone, like, and stuff worst case scenario you could keep it like loaded on the bed stand and like it doesn't matter right <laughs> no one's there but yeah it's um yeah i don't know like i think it's in it real bad here soon like i was um I know, like, a lot of, like, mortgage companies and stuff make you say, like, you have to pay your bill for, like, three months. So, all right, like, what happens if this stretches out? Yeah, and, like, and three, months three months is here. Which is, like, and then, and then, like, the president and whatnot are trying to, like, find a way to open this up by May. And when California came out with, like, their uh, things to open it up in, like, middle middle of May. But they are so drastic. Like, you'll, you're going to have all disposable paper uh, menus at restaurants so you know shout out to dunder mifflin this might be the time where they actually make money <laughs> hey do you know has uh china hasn't had like a second wave is that still pretty big concern or um it, I th- anything that comes from china should not be taken seriously because they are a communist country that will lie to yeah. the world health organization which we just defunded letting china move in and fund them so anything they say is going to be like kind of china influenced which is another fucked up thing Trump did because he got personally pissed off. Um, uh, but, like, we don't know yet. We don't really know if, like, you have to be able to determine, like, if, if, if you can get this again after you've already had it, like, most viruses, like, that's what vaccines really do. So, like, they give you, a, like, a small they, amount of They give of you a virus, small portion, yeah. And then you so kind of... Your body learns how to fight it. Build up immunity to it. But if that's not a thing, then... Um, as far as my limited knowledge of viruses goes then that's not gonna work getting a vaccine if you can re-get it again like that's not a real thing well i think like a big concern too is like say you reopen it right and like we get back to life as normal for like a couple days or a week or whatever and then like it just totally breaks out again and we have to go back like right to where we are now it's like all right so at that point you wouldn't be able to open it up until there's a vaccine or a cure for everyone right Cause like we already proved like it doesn't matter how good we like think things are getting, it's just because we didn't let anyone go anywhere. And as soon as we open it up, it just gets bad again. Yeah, and then we got Republicans out there, like different governors talking like, oh, you know, our grandfathers and grandparents uh, would be okay with dying to let this economy turn back to what it was as the greatest country on earth. Like. I don't know if I fucking agree with that. That's I wouldn't be okay dying. <laughs> yeah, I'm not okay dying. I mean, I would die. Like, I would be okay dying if the rest of the world could go back to normal. But like, I'm not okay with like 
thousands of people dying. Like I remember when I yeah. I, remember my, I think my... sacrificing myself is where I, I draw the line as far as like what I'm willing to do for the world. Right. And then you got to think about like it in terms of like your elder family or whatnot. Like my mom, I, if she gets this, I don't. I don't necessarily know if she would survive it. She's got pre-existing health conditions and whatnot. My dad, he's a cancer survivor. I don't know if he would survive this. And he's a smoker too. So, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. And I'm a smoker. Like, this could kill me if I get it. And I'm in the front fucking lines. I should probably quit smoking cigarettes is what the, the consensus should be. But Yeah, that's probably not a bad decision. Yeah, it's just hard. Addiction is real. <laughs> For sure. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely, uh, it's scary. I don't know. We haven't even peaked yet. Like deaths per day reported are still going up. Are they? Yeah. It's slowing down a little bit, but it's still increasing every day. Even if it's at like a smaller level. Um, but like the thing is that like, who knows, like even when it stops increasing, who knows how long it takes to like decrease down to like a reasonable number. Right. And we're like, we're already, we're already around like 2000 a day almost. And we're a country that's like kind of like our economy like is based off of like like I'm not entirely, but like we have like probably the biggest sports system in all of the world, the biggest entertainment system in all of the world, like in terms of like our Hollywood and Events. whatnot. Yeah. You know, like and they're not making movies right now because you can't. Like you can't do it. Like you can't have everyone close together like that. You can't have everyone at sporting events like that. And we were we're pro- we're I don't know if we're the biggest or at all, but like we have a strong party scene going out to bars and whatnot and that's where a lot of our money that we make like as me and you as consumers goes to like we go out and we go and do things like going to sports going to uh concerts going to movies you know if we can't do these things then um you know i don't know it's like it's like a lose-lose situation for everyone it's have long-term effects on our country for sure. Yeah, and long-term effects on the world. And I don't like. I think everyone says everyone keeps saying like, "We're gonna get through this, and we're gonna get through this together." And I don't think that's a guarantee. Like, I think no. I think it's we we are oh my god, a tipping point more towards more sloping towards like we're gonna be fine. But like this balance on this fucking iceberg we're tilting on, like we probably are gonna be fine. But there's a good chance we could slip and fall off the edge and turn into fucking global chaos. Yeah, and there's also still like a lot of unknown. Like I know like some viruses and stuff they're talking like like when like warmer temperatures fight them off and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's like we have no idea like as the like U.S. heats up going in the summer like how it's in reality. There's nothing to say that like this thing couldn't mutate and literally just get worse. Yeah, it could mutate and turn into like a that uh 10 kill rate and that's yeah like that's, some that's, crazy disease that's straight up the end of the world that's straight up zombies yeah so like um oh it's it's really nerve-wracking because like you don't know which direction it's gonna go and like you know that although it's probably not likely some of the directions it could go are like catastrophically bad right yeah like I- like even even if not like literal world ending like U.S. economy shut down for like a year and a half, two years, like just destroy oh, yeah. the country that we live in. We like could, type of thing. We, we we could, and and honestly, I kind of think we probably will like lose our standing as like the like the um, biggest economy in the world. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Thankfully, we're, thankfully we have this gigantic military industrial complex where like 
if shit gets real bad, I guess I don't, but that doesn't even matter anymore because like, what does that even do for you? Like you can't go and start a war to get an economy again. Like kind of what, like it's a stretch, but like what we did in world war two, like where we were in the great depression, then we went to war and came back fucking the richest nation in the world. Before that, we were not like on the big scene like that. But um, we did that, and, like, you know, then everyone worshipped us. But now it's, like, nuclear bombs exist. So, like, you can't just invade countries. Well, I think America's, like, reputation's deteriorated anyways. Yeah, and, and do you not think, like, a lot of it is involved with Trump? Oh, it definitely has something to do with it. But even before then, like, I don't know if we were, like... There was a one point in history where, like, America was just looked at as, like terrorists some like some like god of countries though as far as like just the absolute best and everything like powerful like i mean maybe um, i don't know i think i don't i don't think what our history books have taught us and it's not really fact-based on anything else it probably is just we were just groomed as that like we when we were learned about the civil war like we were taught that it was like um an issue with states rights when it wasn't it's an issue against slavery like that's what it was but it was manipulated by people in the south that controlled our educational books and (laughs) made it focus on the small issues of state rights which the state rights were to have slaves like what the fuck yeah no i definitely get that but like i don't know i feel like that time you were talking like when america came back like the richest country in the world who had just won like the world war two. Like, I feel like like that time era was like, uh, I, I don't feel like America has been looked at in that viewpoint for a while. Oh, like yeah. hopefully it doesn't, hopefully it doesn't require like a world war to like, right. get that well, I mean, a world war would back, like, but... it would take one person pressing a button to end it. Like just to, it is, it is weird to speculate. Like, how irresponsible people would be with nukes like if something really started i don't know it's like preservation man that's all you gotta think of like yeah i'm i've been a relatively i'm i'm a pro nuke person like i think like give everyone country a nuke you're not gonna have a war because you're not gonna invade any country because they can just kill you and they then they can kill you right back you know yeah i mean we haven't had a war with a country in a while though well yeah except for with we've had a, a bunch of we haven't had a war with a country that has a nuclear weapon since they've been invented yeah yeah that's the problem is there's a reason for that it's mutual assured self-destruction you can be at at wars with like not countries but like i think that kind of proves your point right that's why we're at war in the middle east and nowhere else because yep that's why we don't want iran or iran to get a a nuclear weapon because we can't go and fuck them up anymore and impression yeah I, i agree with you i'm definitely um like think about it. Like, what's the most? Com- I mean, what's the, they've what's the existed worst? a pretty. They've existed a pretty long time. No one's done anything. Like, they're they're much more a deterrent than. Right. Yeah. Like, why else. do you think? Why do you think we haven't invaded like the most terrible, especially in social aspects, country in the world, as in uh, North Korea? The only reason we haven't wiped them off the face of the earth is because they could wipe us off the face of the earth. I was gonna say China as well. Well, yeah. Well, China is like. Well, they would bat North Korea. Well, I I mean, if North Korea didn't have a nuclear bomb, I doubt that China would give a shit. China gives a shit that, that because they don't want they to have going the nu- off yeah. in their continent. Yeah, that makes sense. But um, China's definitely big enough. We don't really want to get involved with them. Yeah, well, China like a, could end us. Like, and, and, as that's what I'm saying. End them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, we just wouldn't want to be involved in any conflict with them. Yeah. But, 
And yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to like, that, like you can't like you like everyone's always talks about like uh, nuclear like deprolification or what is what's the word like like uh, the wind down of like countries yeah. giving up their nukes. Yeah, that's not gonna um, happen. Like, like I can't think of the word either. Like unless you set up a global economy where like there's a checks and balance system that can't be corrupted, which we all know is not realistic. How are you gonna like be like okay? Yeah, I'm the one. With, I'm. I've got this secret nuke over here. Here's um, $1 billion not to tell anybody about it. Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't work at all. Were you just, the you US, just fast the, track to the, ends of the wor- end of the world? Like, the U.S. would be like the number one country saying like, oh yeah, we gave them all up. And yeah. we would just have like a stockpile of them. Like. <laughs> and then Trump would just go into Fox News and be like, yeah, oh, well, we gave them all up except for this one. You know, like, uh, yeah, but I didn't say that. You know? <laughs> the rest of the world would be like, wait, what do you mean except for That's this one? That's just a hoax. It's the Chinese virus. <laughs> like, fuck off, dude. Like, our our whole system, our whole world system is fucked. And everything's trending towards nationalists and fascism. And we are living in a... If, if humanity passes before or after this, I just... The history books are going to be so crazy. Yeah, it's it's pretty weird to think, like... Think of the world from when, like, 10 years ago to now. And think yeah. about where it's going to be another 20 years. Uh, pre-impractical like, I can't jokers. Even... Huh? Pre-impractical jokers. That was a good time. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, think about, like, how much can change just in 10 years. And then realize you're going to be on this earth for, like, another, like, I don't know, what, 40, 50 years? Oh, that's depressing that I only have that much time left now. We're, I'm sorry. I'm already a third through it. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but think of how long the third feels. That's true. Like when you really think about it. Yeah, think of how long March like been a- was, as all the memes say. Oh. <laughs> yeah. March was longer than the other like 30 years. Yeah. It was really, man. It, time has been moving slow. <laughs> oh, man. It's wild. Eric, we are uh, close to the end of this podcast. We still got some, okay. some seconds to uh, kill over here. Some seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been huh, nice, uh, it's been nice talking to you. Yeah, it has. Um, I haven't talked to many people at all. Have you been, like outside of like, have you been zooming at on, all? No, I try to just do work stuff, Facetime the kids a bunch, and then like might talk to like Mike on PlayStation or something. But um, pretty quarantined. It's tough. Yeah, uh, I know it's terrible. <laughs> but uh, this yeah. is the end, Eric. Thanks for being on. Where can we find you? Where can we follow you? Anything you want to promote? Um, thank you for having me on. Um, I'm like, this is bad timing, but I'm like pretty cut off from everything. That's social fine. media, to be honest with you. Don't you host um, a podcast though? Uh, I do, but it's kind of like uh, in hiatus. <laughs> it's about fantasy sports, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we don't know when or if sports are coming back. Hey, what's so, your cash uh, app? What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. I don't need to be found or anything, but right. hopefully you guys do hear some more from me if sports ever uh, get back going again. Look up Swimming with Shark- Sharks uh, podcast, guys. Uh, you'll hear everything there. This has been the Split Six podcast, the podcast where we split a six back and talk about three of them topics each for the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wagella. Find me on Facebook and Instagram at Nick Wagella. Find us on uh, Facebook. Or, I'm sorry, Twitter is what I meant to say. Find us on Facebook on Split six media. I don't fucking care. My first time back in a month. 
Uh, remember, it's more important to listen to somebody else than it is for them to listen to you. And thank you for splitting six with us. We might see you next week. Who knows in this world? Go ahead, stop. I hear you. Don't hit stop yet. Oh, it's okay. All right, then I'm going to hit stop.